Wow, okay. Well, good morning, everyone. If you don't know me, uh, my name is Michelle, or um, as most people get to know me first, uh, Dale's wife. Um, but I don't mind. I am extremely blessed to have the bearded elder as my husband. A <laughs> um, little bit more about me. I first gave my life to Christ when I was about 11 or 12, uh, staying at my uncle's house over the summer holidays. Uh, Dale and I got married, and as most of you know, we stepped away from church in our late teens, early 20s, until we ended up at what is now our Verwood site with our two lovely children, who one is there, Jasmine. Oh, and Matthew's standing at the back. And then God called us to Fordingbridge about 10 years ago. So fun facts, I have two claims to fame and two near-death experiences I want to share with you. I have definitely seen Ant and Deck live more times than anyone should ever admit to, thanks to one of my friend's childhood crushes when we were at school. I also met our late queen, that's pretty good, right? Well, I say met, uh, she walked past me as the school were lined up clapping her and Prince Philip when they came to visit at QE, which our Wimborne church have just moved out of. I went paintballing once, once. I lasted less than 30 seconds, had an asthma attack and came home with bruises the size of tennis balls. I shall not be repeating that experience. I also nearly died on the first ride I went on at Thorpe Park. Yes, I did. It was like something out of a horror movie. No one told me they were going to be spinning me upside down at 100 miles an hour. I nearly died. My family, though, thought it was hilarious and still tease me about it to this very day. <laughs> so hopefully you've all learned something about me that you didn't know before you came in this morning. When I heard that I'd be speaking on peace and patience, the first thing that went through my mind was what an amazing sense of humour God has. But I thought it would be a fun idea to ask some people I work with what those words mean to them. Now, one of my jobs in work involves working with children in a predominantly non-Christian environment. But I thought as they worked with children, I'd be better off not asking them what they thought patience meant. But I did get some great answers when I asked them, what does peace mean to you? What brings you peace? We had answers like, a day in bed, lying by the pool on a beach, walking in the forest, family time. Until I got to one young practitioner who said to me, I don't like vegetables. <laughs> Obviously, some slight giggles in the audience mean that you are much more on the ball than I was. But if you have no idea why we thought it was funny, uh, she thought I said peas and not peace. But it did make a great laugh in the staff room over lunch. When I asked the same question, to a few Christians, the answers were very different. Most people gave answers like being close to God and their Bible. The point of doing this was to understand that these words have different meanings to different people, Christians and non-Christian. So this morning, I'd like you to think about some of these points. Why are peace and patience important as fruit of the Spirit. Do you find peace and patience in your life through God 
Or do you allow worldly expectations and pressures affect what and who you find peace and patience in? Then we're going to consider how we can exercise these fruit of the Spirit in our everyday lives. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your living word. And I thank you that we can learn and see something different every time we hear from your word. I pray for my brothers and sisters this morning that you speak to each of them individually as we learn together about your peace and patience. And we are encouraged and uplifted. Amen. So let's read together Galatians 5.22. Now, if you don't know this off by heart already, you probably will do by the end of this mini-series. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So as followers of Christ, from the moment that we say we want to follow Jesus and invite the Holy Spirit into our lives, changes start to happen within us. And they continue right up until the point we go to be with our Heavenly Father in glory. The Holy Spirit is working within us as we attempt to follow the example set by Jesus. The fruit of the Spirit is the Holy Spirit working on these character traits, which we can only see outworking in our lives through having that relationship with God. After love and joy come peace and patience. I'm going to be honest with you. I have found those character traits very difficult over the last few years with everything that's been going on in our world. And these two particular fruit of the Spirit are ones where we have to relinquish control of our lives and hand that control over to our Heavenly Father. God is a God of peace and not of disorder. There is a promise of peace over God's people. Peace in our hearts over our lives can only come from having that relationship with God, which therefore results in that amazing feeling of freedom we have when we know that God is with us and for us. Romans 5 verse 1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. So because Jesus went to the cross for us and died for our sins, we have been made right with God. There is no conflict between us and we have been made reconciled with him. But there is a caution. God is specific. In Isaiah 48:22, there is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. There is no peace for those who don't know God. So let's just pause here for a minute and take that in. This is a really scary concept for us to think about. I'm sure we all have loved ones and friends who don't know Jesus. 
As Christians, we've been sent out into the world to tell people about Jesus and point him, point people towards him, and then in turn the Father. Fruit of the Spirit. The answer is there within the name, Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us and is working in us to live out these attributes in our lives. So for someone who doesn't know God, they haven't invited the Holy Spirit into their lives. So therefore, the Spirit isn't able to grow this fruit. God wants to have a relationship with his people, but he's not going to force anyone to accept him into their lives and hearts. He waits patiently for them to ask. What we do have, though, is a God of love and compassion. And although we know not all people will go to heaven, God is merciful and just, and we continue to pray for those who are lost. Now, patience is a trait I'm sure a lot of us would like more of. If you think about yourself, you will probably agree, overall, you are either a fairly patient person, or it's something you definitely have to ask the Holy Spirit for help with. For me, generally, it depends on what it is, what's at stake, are someone's actions hurting someone I love? The world as it is, is impatient. We can now fast forward adverts on our favorite TV shows. Google is our friend and will produce an answer in less than a second. Do you get annoyed if you know that someone has read that WhatsApp message, those green ticks are there, but they haven't replied immediately? This fast forward, fast paced life is not what God intended for us. God wants to use this fruit of the spirit to grow us in patience. God's patience is not a worldly patience. How patient has God been with you over the years? For many years, I let my fear rule over so many aspects of my life. I fought against him every time. I turned down opportunities to grow in my faith. I was sinning against God because I was impatient, trying to go my own way and in my own strength. God was so unbelievably patient with me. And I can stand here, confess, knowing I am not the same person I was five years ago. In a revelation, God made me see I was damaging my relationship with him by my unpeaceful heart brought on by my impatience. I made a promise to God during that moment that I would not say no to something that I knew would bring him glory. And since then, I have been out of my comfort zone more times than I care to remember. I have championed things that in the past I would have just waited at the sideline. And I'm standing here today because God is leading me to a new place on my journey with him. And I want to bring him the glory. Yes, God has been so patient with me over the years, as I'm sure he has been with you. So what is godly patience? Godly patience is about following the path that he has set before you instead of striving and trying to do things in your own strength. So what does God's peace and patience do for us? 
No one ever said walking with God was going to be easy. That you would never experience troubles. But he does promise that he will always be with us and never leave us. Experiencing the peace that God provides means walking alongside him, trusting him, and knowing that we are safe in his hands. God's peace has the ability to calm your fears in all circumstances, but you need to open your heart to receive all that he has for you. Philippians 4 verse 7 then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. In times of trouble and worry, God will guard us from the enemy. If we lean into him, he will guard our hearts and minds against all the enemy's lies and his efforts to derail us from God's path. One of my husband's favourite theology books, Systematic Theology by Wayne Grudem, defines peace in God's being and his actions. He is separate from all confusion and disorder, yet he is continually active in well-ordered, fully controlled and simultaneous actions. What that means is God is continually working in our lives. He does not grow weary. Our lives can seem very chaotic and disorderly at times, but remember that God is a God of order and he is constantly working, even if we can't see it. God always has a plan for us that is fruitful. With all fruits of the Spirit, the Spirit is growing us and developing roots in our faith, which will grow our giftings and deepen our relationship with God. Impatience very often stems and grows from not having a peace about a situation in our lives. These two fruit of the spirit are often intertwined. Our human sinful nature means that we will often grow impatient when answers and change don't come about as quickly or in the way that we would like. We can even start to doubt God, which begins to then turn our once peaceful hearts into impatient ones. Being patient will lead to a complete understanding, but impatience can lead us down the wrong path. Remember, God is so, so patient with us. He will be walking alongside you in every circumstance to bring peace and restoration to your life. There is a very clear difference between the peace and patience felt by those that don't know God and the peace and patience he is able to provide you through the Holy Spirit. The question I asked my colleagues at the beginning, the answers they were giving were worldly ones. That doesn't mean that we can't find God's peace on a sunny beach or walk in the forest. I have felt an overwhelming sense of God's peace at different points in nature, as I'm sure that many of you have too. 
The peace and patience that God provides is one of completeness, whole and spiritual. The world is not a place of peace in this sense and we are not going to receive peace from it. Worldly peace is often described as one without conflict. God's peace assures us that even in times of conflict, he is always with us. Any sense of worldly peace is only going to be temporary and momentary, but God's peace is eternal. We have the most perfect example of fruit of the Spirit in Jesus. One of his names is the Prince of Peace. And Jesus refers to his peace during the Last Supper. John 14, verse 27. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Jesus' message is also clear. His peace is something the world cannot provide. And his peace is ours if we're willing to accept it. Jesus also displays the most perfect example of patience. Jesus is so patient with his disciples throughout the Gospels. How many times do they question him and doubt him? He is patient with all of those who mock him. And he's patient right up until the point of his crucifixion. So how can we use this knowledge as tools for our lives? Does your life reflect God's peace and patience? Is your life one of order or is it one of chaos? Are you using peace and patience for God's glory or do you not have peace and are impatient? As we walk more and more with God, we experience his peace and patience in and over our lives. And by our nature of wanting to know more of God, we want to be more like him. The Holy Spirit is our guide and our helper to know more of God's peace and patience. Spiritual growth is often gradual but continuous. Has anyone ever said to you, you look different, there's something different about you, but can't put their finger on it? Over the years, I know the Holy Spirit has been growing me in peace and patience in my life. The way I've handled myself in troubling situations, I look back and at points I am ashamed of my behaviour. But God has grown me and continues to grow me. And when faced with a similar situation, I behaved very differently. And only then could I visibly see the work the Holy Spirit has been doing in my life. So let me ask you, especially if you've been a Christian for a while, can you see evidence of growing fruit of the Spirit? The way to deepen your relationship with your Heavenly Father and see these fruit of the Spirit grow is by getting into his living word. How easy is it to say, I feel so distant from God, and I've been guilty of this so many times. 
When was the last time you read your Bible at length? Or when was the last time you took some time out for some quality one-to-one time with God? This is a two-way relationship. It's the same if you haven't seen a family member or a friend for a period of time. You can feel distant from them. God is no different. He wants you to spend time in his presence. This is how you will grow in your relationship and deepen those roots with him. The Spirit will also help us become more aware of what triggers us to be impatient or not feel at peace. And in those times, we can turn to God and pray. We can pray for each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. If I can ask the band to come back up, I would love us to respond. If you are here this morning or listening and you don't have a relationship with Jesus and anything that I have said has stirred you, let me encourage you, speak to someone, ask someone about Jesus and what an amazing relationship with him is like. As a response, firstly, I would just love for us to worship our Heavenly Father, the King of patience and peace. Praise him for all the wonderful things he has done for you. Secondly, are you struggling with the idea of patience, of feeling at peace with a situation that you've got in your life? Are you not at peace with something or someone and you need prayer from your church family? If that's you, please respond. Ask for prayer. We have so many prayer warriors here this morning. Dale, Tim here, Alice. If you are struggling with anything to do with peace and patience, please come before your Heavenly Father. And then lastly, we are a church who love to share great words of knowledge and testimony with each other. So if you do have a testimony, however big or small, where God has been with you, where you've had to be patient, or God has brought you to a place of great peace, we would love for you to share that with us. Testimonies can be so powerful. So just come down the front, share it with Alice. But they really are a blessing to us. I'm going to pray, and then I'll hand over to the worship team. Lord, thank you for giving us such a great example of peace and patience. Thank you that we know we can come before you with all situations and circumstances in our lives and we know that you will put us on the right and fruitful path. I pray for anyone struggling here this morning to come before you, seek prayer from their brothers and sisters. We are so thankful for everything you do in us and through us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.